0: Robert Williams signs a new extension, what it means, the commitment from the Boston Celtics, and a run through the schedule that dropped over the weekend. It's a Monday locked on Celtics. Here we go. and yeah. Jays back with the vengeance. Back. All the real Celtics fans in attendance. Woo. This the truth like 34. Yeah. It's like walking in the garden when you hear the roars Hey there, John Corrales here from the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine. I hope you're really enjoying it, whether you're listening to it on a podcast or watching on YouTube. Uh, I'm very excited that you're making this show and me part of your daily routine. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, which you can now get anywhere. Books are sold. Also, signed copies on my website for 30 bucks if you want one personalized and signed. It's johncorrales.com. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com, an amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Later on in the third block, I'll run through some of the schedule stuff. Kevin Garnett's jersey retirement is finally happening. It was supposed to happen this past season, but COVID, no fans, they didn't want to do that. So fans in the house, they're going to do it this year. I'm going to look through Good month, bad month, all of that stuff at the schedule. But first two segments are going to be dedicated to Robert Williams and a new four-year, $54 million extension locks him up for basically the next five seasons since he's under contract for this one still, the last of his rookie deal. So I'll get into what all of that means now uh, and in in the next segment, I'll talk a little bit more about the trade and the commitment to him as a starter, which I believe this is what this means. So let's start with this. Let's just start with the numbers. Four years, $54 million. If this is, I haven't seen the official structure yet because it hasn't been signed officially yet. But just, just for the record, Marcus Smart's deal was done officially over the weekend, but uh, the Robert Williams one still yet to be completed. So if it's using 8 8% raises and i assume it starts at about 12 million dollars then basically it's a little more than 12 a little more than 13 14 15 for for the 4 years that it it kicks in and it starts in the 2022/23 slash season so this contract falls in line with the Marcus Smart contract that falls in line with basically the end of the Jason Tatum contract. Now, Jalen Brown has two more years on his deal. So Jalen's going to have two years to figure out. Is this the core? Is this the the group that I'm going to want to be a part of? You've got Jalen. You've got two great supporting pieces, I think, in Marcus Smart as your starting point guard and Robert Williams as your starting center. I think if things go the way I think they'll go and what evidence has shown us, then those are going to be two key rotation pieces and built to support Jalen Brown. You know that I think that that's going to be an important part of this. So Jalen's really the next big contract that the Celtics are going to have to figure out. That's already here. So they've they've locked up Marcus. Now they're locking up Robert Williams. So it's a good number. I mean, you you, you think about the commitment moving forward. The the salary cap is going to rise. It's going to keep going up. For Robert to get basically 12, 13, 14, 15 over those four years, uh, that for your starting center, considering what some of the elite centers are getting, and and Robert Williams clearly has, has not shown that he's an elite center, but he does have some potentially elite skills, especially the passing and his rim running, the that amount of money to, to see that just go up by basically a million dollars a year, I think is totally fine for the Celtics. It's very much in line with what good centers make. It's less than what Clint Capella makes, and and that's the comp. That's always been the comp, even though it's it's clearly shown itself to be a different, um, uh, just different. Uh, I you you compare him to Clint Capella, and that money that that Capella is making, this is this is less than that. So, uh, I think for a starting center, the Celtics are doing pretty well. And the the big thing for me is that this clearly shows that the Celtics are not concerned about the injury thing. That you know, last season and go back to the year before. The year before is when he had that that edema, basically. Uh, Blood thing uh, in the in a bone in his hip, some sort of like bruising, blood getting into the bone somehow. I don't know exactly what it is, but that that cost him a significant chunk of that season was a concern for all of us, right? And it was a concern last season when the hip issue reared itself again. And Brad Stevens said, "Look, we want to manage this. We want to manage it appropriately. We want to make sure that." He's ramping up. So they were treating him almost with the same kid gloves that they were treating Kemba Walker with. And that raised a concern. Like, we all started looking at that and saying, like, okay, are we sure that this guy's okay? And by virtue of this contract, the Celtics have committed good money to a position where this is about the most you want to spend. Now, you got Al Horford this year and next so there's a little bit of an aberration. You don't really want to be spending too much money. Although this year, Robert's on his rookie deal still. So next year, they're going to figure out what they're doing with Al Horford. Is Al Horford even back next year? Who knows? But there's a commitment here to a number that's right, I think, at that top level of what are you going to pay a good starting center? Now, the elite guys, obviously, you're Joel Embiid's and Rudy Gobert and and Nikola Jokic, those guys with unique like high, high, super elite skill sets, those guys are going to make what they make. But for the rest of the league, it's like you're either going to make super high end money or you're going to make like this money. There's no, yeah, I don't think paying 17, 18, 19 million for a center is is the best use of your money in the NBA right now. So the Celtics got Robert Williams. They, they, they have him locked up at the good number. They, they very obviously don't feel concerned about his injury history. I mean, think about it. Brad Stevens was his coach over the past two years. Despite what he said to us in the media when we asked and he says, oh, no, I don't ask any questions it's complete crap. He knows everything. There's no coach out there that doesn't want to ask questions about, okay, what's the deal with Robert Williams? How injured is he? How, how, is the, um, how great is the chance of a recurrence? All of those questions that you really want to know. He certainly was told that. He can maybe say, I didn't, I didn't ask because I didn't want to ask, but they told me anyway. I don't know. Semantics, they they play their they play their games. But Brad Stevens knows. Brad Stevens knows every little bit about the Robert Williams injury history, everything. And he still made this commitment. So that tells you something. That tells you something. And to me that means they're not concerned that he's going to go out there and he's going to play. Now, up next, I'm going to tell you why this also means he's going to start. I've been saying he's a starting center. I've been saying it on his podcast for a while. This just solidifies this. But also, I'll address what a lot of people have been talking about, like, oh, they just signed him to trade him. I'm going to explain how that's very difficult this season when I come back. First, I got to tell you about sweatblock. Basically, what Sweat Block is is a high-powered, a tool against excessive perspiration. Some of us have issues with excessive perspiration. I know that you don't want to talk about it I'm here to talk about it for you I know that when it happens, it's embarrassing, right? You don't want to wear certain clothes because you see the sweat stains come through Maybe you're nervous when you talk to people Maybe you're giving a presentation or meeting somebody new for the first time. All of those things can trigger it. Well, there's this doctor who had the same problem and he came up with a solution and it became sweat block and it's essentially a wipe it looks like one of those handy wipes and you take a shower you apply it to the problem area you go to bed and in the morning you wash it off what what this doctor has found is that it, it works for up to seven days in some people but if it works for no days for you no problem there's a dry shirt guarantee if if sweat block doesn't keep you dry you get your money back. So if this is a problem that you've been dealing with, give it a shot. It's no risk. It's been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. So you can go check it out on Amazon and read the reviews. There's like 13,000 of them. So go check it out. It's made in the USA. This is your little secret to confidence. So go check it out. No matter what you need to do, no matter why you need to stay dry, give it a shot. Go to Sweatblock.com right now. Use the promo code Locked On. And you can get twenty percent off. Very simple. And again, no risk, but you get a deal on top of it as well. Locked On is the promo code at Sweatblock.com, or you can pick some up at Amazon and at CVS. BetOnline is back, and football is almost back. It's that time of year again. Teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot. For all the pro and college football action this season, get updated odds, props, contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. It's all open now at BetOnline. Head on over to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive now a 100% welcome bonus with the promo code Locked On. Used to be 50, now it's 100 for the beginning of football season. Deposit 100 in your first try, and your first deposit, you get 100 with a 100% welcome bonus and be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys and if you lose, your wager will be refunded. Up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. So, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports—football, basketball, boxing—right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Please gamble responsibly. Make sure you're following our social channels at loceltics on Twitter and at Celtics on Instagram. So as I said earlier, I think this is a very clear indication that the Celtics are committed to starting Robert Williams. He is going to be their starter. We've seen him excel as the starter. We've seen him grow into this role. I know that you look at the numbers. Some people look at it and say he's only started, what, 15 games his entire career. The end of last season, when the Celtics were finally playing their best, I mean, Robert Williams was at the heart of all the great ball movement, The Celtics very clearly know that you can run offense through Robert Williams. You can run sets starting with the ball in Robert Williams' hands. This is a huge thing for a team with its starting center, knowing that you can start to run what is a dribble handoff, and if the team, if the opponent is overplaying that, if you're running it for, say, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown recognizes it, Robert Williams recognizes it, that you know that both of them can be on the same page and that that ball can get to Jalen Brown if he makes an adjustment. And this is this is very much into not just what Brad Stevens wanted to do on offense, but I think what Ime Odoka is going to want to do on offense. Remember, he is a product of the Spurs, that San Antonio Spurs team that Brad Stevens Loved so damn much. They're always trying to get back to that Spurs ball movement, that elite ball movement. And Ime Odoka talking about, we need to move the ball. He made that joke with Brad Stevens about the ball movement and the assists being low. Brad knows. (laughs) Brad didn't want the assists to be that low. He knows. And Robert Williams has two amazing skills that can help facilitate ball movement. One, obviously, is his passing. But the other is, obviously, his ability to roll and have that elite athleticism to go up and catch the lob. Because now on a pick and roll, every time you run a pick and roll and he dives to the basket, he is a threat. Now, whether he gets the ball or not, it doesn't matter. He is a threat, a real threat. And he's going to Get the ball or suck in the defense and either Marcus Smart, if he's running the the pick and roll with, with Rob and he sees the defense suck in, boom, out it goes. Kick it out to the corner, swing, swing, drive again, kick it out to the corner again, there's an open three. Like that type of stuff, that's the type of ball movement. Attack, swing it, secondary attack, swing it, and next thing you know, you've got wide open corner threes. That's what... Not just Marcus Smart being able to initiate the offense, but Robert Williams with the pressure he puts on the defense. That opens things up. Once you get everybody turning, and this is why the paint touches and that paint threat is so important, once you get the the opponent just kind of worried, right, that changes everything. Because anybody that's within the vicinity of Robert Williams – feels like they have to help and so you're going to draw two or three sometimes so why not if you if Brad Stevens is talking about accentuating Tatum and Brown that's that's what you want so and again I'll make this point again for people who are new who haven't listened to some of my past podcasts I don't want a situation like we had with Kemba Walker where Al Horford starts But on back to backs, he doesn't play because of a knee thing. And then you, then you put Rob in the starting lineup. Two, I want a solid starting lineup. Let's just start with these are the guys, play these guys, start these guys and go. So this contract is, I think to me, a commitment to Rob as the starter. Al off the bench. Maybe sometimes you play them together. I'm not a big fan of that idea, but they might experiment. Uh, but I'd I, and I'd rather have Al to be honest with you, with the second unit because that that second unit is going to need a calming force, right? You have Dennis Schroeder kind of going for for his. You're going to have some like is it going to be Josh Richardson who's going to be the starter? Is going to be Aaron Neesmith on on that second unit? Peyton Pritchard is going to be there. There's going to be some young guys, some combination of guys who haven't played together. Al Horford can settle things down on the second unit. I think that's going to be a very important skill and a very important thing to have on that second unit. So keep keep Al on that second unit. I mean, I love Al Horford, but I don't think he's a long-term part of this, this team. We'll see what happens next year where, you know, the, they'll either trade him or if they keep him, then after that, maybe he sticks around on a, a reasonable deal a veteran minimum or a mid-level type of deal, maybe we'll see. Uh, kind of depends on the demand and and what he's like, but that doesn't matter right now. It's it's this is the Rob Williams commitment now. For people who are saying, "Hey, you signed him to trade him," and maybe you can trade him in a Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, third star type of trade, Damian Lillard, whomever. Yes, but, but. This season, it's difficult. Two reasons. First of all, you've got a what had been a six-month moratorium. Normally, these deals are done in July, and the six months gets you around the trade deadline, gives you time to, to work on something. But whatever it is, he can't really be traded until about the trade deadline anyway. So anything brewing before that, he can't be involved. Secondly... His contract is a poison pill contract. It's known as a poison pill. The guys who are on their rookie extensions who get the big four-year extension or whatever, if you wanted to trade him, the other team counts the five-year average. So he's got his $3.6 million this year and then $54 million the next four years. And you divide that all up by five and I think it's somewhere around $11 million or so. If you're trading him to another team, they have to – I mean, obviously trading to another team. But if you're trading him, the other team has to use that average as their salary-matching number. The Celtics use a 3.6. So that complicates things. It doesn't make it impossible. It just makes it tougher. So in all of your, hey, they can still trade Robert Williams scenarios, this season – Remember, he's still a poison pill contract. So the other team, when they're trying to match salaries and you're trying to say, hey, does this work? And you trade for, say there's another rookie. Let's just pretend there's another rookie out there, guy in a rookie contract, I should say, who makes 4 or $5 million, whatever it is within that range. And you say, hey, that guy needs a new, a new change of scenery and I want that guy and I'm willing to trade Robert Williams for him. Well, that the salaries don't match now. Because the other team has to consider Robert Williams as 11 and change, million dollars. So that's too much for this other team. And the Celtics, this, it works for the Celtics, but the Celtics would have to add something to that deal to match the other salary number. But then when you add that, the Celtics are now not taking in enough to match salaries. You follow? That's what makes this difficult. That's what makes the poison pill difficult. Which means I just don't think that the Celtics are looking to trade Robert Williams. I don't see why. Like, if you're really looking to keep that flexibility, then you just keep them at this deal and you say, look, we're going to deal with it at the, you know, next summer. So creating the situation just does not – Make me think that they're going to trade or look to trade or really considering trading Robert Williams. If they need to, they can find a way to make it work. The teams have made it work. It just makes it a lot more difficult. Up next, schedule drop and some interesting, just an interesting couple of uh, couple of months. Some uh, we get Kevin Garnett's retirement jersey retirement ceremony i'll talk about all of that next after i tell you about rockauto.com rockauto is the best place to go for anything you need for your car or truck or motorcycle or anything i guess motorized if it's got an engine uh yeah sure check it out at rockauto.com look there's too many cars out there there are too many makes and models It's impossible to go to one of these chain stores and get everything that you need and get all of the options that are going to give you the best prices. It's just not possible. They only have so much shelf space. So rockauto.com is basically your warehouse. All the information you're going to give to that person behind the counter, just enter it yourself into rockauto.com and you'll see a very easy to navigate, expansive, extensive catalog, that will give you some great options uh, when it comes to cheaper auto parts. No matter how complicated, no matter, no matter how simple. I'm not shy about saying I don't know a damn thing about cars. I don't, i pop open that engine and I just see a bunch of metal, man. I don't know. So I'm not going to be buying the complicated stuff. I'm going to buy wipers and floor mats and, you know, I've got the manual dexterity to change a headlight and that's about it. But I know people, my co-host on Locked On NBA, Jake Madison goes and buys parts for the cars that he's fixing up. He, he is a car guy, he knows what happens when he gets into the heart of an engine. And so he's saving hundreds and hundreds of dollars by going to rockauto.com. So you can do that too. Go check it out, go to rockauto.com to see all the parts available for your car or truck. When you do buy something, I feel confident that you will buy something. Right, Locked On in there, how did you hear about us box? That's how they know we sent you, and that's the only way they know we sent you. So please make sure you write Locked On in there, How Did You Hear About Us? box. It's an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. The Locked On Celtics podcast is on YouTube now, so make sure you're subscribed to that if you want to watch the show. I know you're here for all of your Celtics news, but if you want sports news, then you got to follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Basically, you got less than 20 minutes. You can get caught up on all the big stories of the day. Peter Bukowski has you all caught up on all the major sports stories so you can feel confident when you get into that conversation at work that you know everything big that's happening in the world of sports. Uh, The Boston Celtics... Uh, dropped their schedule. Actually, the whole NBA dropped its schedule last week, and so let's run through it. the, the big picture. Uh, I know every every year we do uh, a pick every game with the, the the we get a Rain and Jays reunion. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that again this year. But here's here's the overview for the schedule. Uh, starts on October twentieth, where the Celtics play the Knicks. They're in New York. They face Kemba Walker. 22 national games, 11 ESPN games, seven on TNT, four on ABC. So if you're not in the Boston market and you're not getting league pass, you're going to get 22 opportunities to see the Boston Celtics. And that doesn't even count NBA TV opportunities, which there will certainly be a few more of those. So you get a good chance to catch about 25% of the schedule, maybe a little bit more. Um, not bad, actually. So, the I'm looking at the toughest month is December. You got Milwaukee, Phoenix, Philly, the Clippers all twice. Uh, they face the Lakers, the Jazz, the Blazers all on the road. Warriors and Knicks are on a back to back in the month of December. They only face two non playoff teams from last season, right? That's it. So, December has 15 games. 13 of them are against teams that made the playoffs. And you've got the finalists, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Phoenix Suns twice. That is a tough month. They're going to need to feast in November. November is really their easiest month. It comes early. Cleveland twice, Orlando, Oklahoma City, Houston uh, Toronto twice which Toronto is going to be an interesting team they're always tough but this this is the year to maybe cash in on on some of uh, some games against Toronto uh, the Spurs who are kind of finally starting to rebuild and they do have three back to backs but that's that's still I think November becomes their their easiest month the big note here March 13th, After Dallas, it's a Sunday afternoon game. They play Dallas and then after that Kevin Garnett will have his number retired. Uh, Obviously a big game, a big day for the Celtics, big day for KG. This is something that was brewing. Uh, I, I saw the announcement. I was there in the arena for the announcement a couple of seasons ago. Then obviously COVID changed things. It was supposed to be this past season, but now they're doing it on March 13th. So I'm sure that's going to be a very sought-after ticket, but it's, it is it is going to be one of the nationally televised games. It's going to be the ABC game on March 13th. So uh, it's, it's going to be like network nationally televised uh, for that night, for Kevin Garnett's jersey retirement. That's going to be a great night. By the way... Shout out to KG, who, I forget the the Instagram account, but an Instagram account tagged KG in a picture of Rondo, KG, Pierce, and Ray Allen. And KG <laughs> reposted this on his Instagram story and cropped out Ray Allen. The petty is still extraordinarily strong with these guys still extraordinarily strong it's wild that they i mean i'm personally like time to get over it but these guys are just not willing to let that go they're not at all i think it's hilarious um let's see notable games here let's go throughout the schedule uh the the first Mavs game is on November 6th. Trey Young, November 17th. You get to see Jalen Green and the Rockets on the 22nd. Your first chance to boo Kyrie is November 24th. The Celtics do play on Christmas. Uh, you get Philly twice on the 1st and the 20th in December. Uh, the Clippers are in town December 29th. Phoenix on the 31st. Obviously, Milwaukee is the Christmas Day game. January. If you're looking to go to a Celtics game, January is your best bet. Ten of the 16 games uh, in January are at home. So uh, Kemba comes to uh, New York, comes comes to Boston on the 8th. Zion is in town on Martin Luther King Day. You get the first visit from the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Damian Lillard, if he's still on the Blazers, is on the 21st of January. Miami, at the end of January, makes their first trip to Boston. February they're on the road, so uh, if you're in Philly, Detroit, uh, De- the Celtics played Detroit three times. If you want to watch Cade Cunningham, February is your month. Get ready, it's the Celtics out. They have a game at home against um, the the Detroit Pistons. Uh, that is right before the All Star break, but they have two road games against Detroit there as well. So. Big, big Detroit Pistons energy on February in February for the, the Celtics. Uh, they play Brooklyn twice. Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets are in town February 11th. Trey Young is back on the 13th. That's a Sunday matinee. Uh, March, you have John Morant visiting. The Grizzlies are in town on March 3rd. Uh, Brooklyn is back on Sunday uh, the 6th. Luka is back. Uh, that's the 13th. That's the Kevin Garnett. Retirement ceremony. And then the last month of the schedule, five games in April. The last two home games are the first and the third. And then they finish on the road with a back-to-back Chicago and Milwaukee. And then the season finale is in Memphis on the 10th. That's the schedule. That's if you're trying to figure out your plans, there you go. January is the big home home heavy month. You gotta hope that after a tough December, now there are three back-to-backs, and the schedule gives them some tough competition, but they're gonna be at home. So hopefully for them, after what I expect to be a tough December, they'll they'll get a chance to kind of make up for whatever ground they lost. If they can make it through December well, if they can get through what looks to be a tough a tough month, including a West Coast swing. Basically that West Coast swing includes two back-to-backs. Utah Portland back-to-back, then the L- the Lakers Clippers back-to-back, the Staples back-to-back as it were. And so that's going to be that that that's what really part of what makes December tough. If they can get out of December kind of 50-50, you know, 500 December, then after a a good November there's a possibility here that the Celtics open up, you know, uh They've got Houston and Charlotte in October. They play Toronto. Uh, it's it's a six game slate. If you if you do well in October, you do well in November. You have a chance to jump out to a big, you know, a big start. You muddle through December, and then you you win some home games in January. There's a chance that the Celtics actually look pretty decent going into the All Star break. But obviously, this is early. We don't know how any of these teams are going to look necessarily. But right now, the, using some assumptions. That, that's kind of how it looks. So I'll talk more about Robert Williams tomorrow. We're going to have a lot more coming on this week with the Locked On Celtics podcast. So make sure you're subscribed. I'm doing this five days a week. I'm going to continue to try to do it five days a week. I, I might go down to three depending on what kind of uh, topics there are to talk about. But We're going to try to keep it at five days a week because that's what we do Monday through Friday here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. So subscribe if you're not subscribed on the podcast or if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do that. Really appreciate everybody on the YouTube channel subscribing, uh, getting those alerts, commenting, and the most important thing is sharing. Share the podcast. Tell your friends that they should be listening and watching, listening to and watching. I'm not editing that out. The Lockdown Celtics Podcast You're on the Lockdown Podcast Network.